My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you're not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. If I can grow up and have LeBron be my father, I'd be so happy, bro. Tell me out. One day, Jay McLovin, I'm referring to you. LeBron will be gone out of the league, and you haters will miss him. I'm telling y'all, the anti-LeBron club will miss him when he leaves. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prideful Takes podcast. It's the ugliest motherfucker on the internet, Pride. I'm chopping it up with my boy, Jay McLovin. Jay, how you feeling today, my guy? I'm good. I got a fresh haircut. My beard is, is back in alignment, so I feel like a new man. The wife agreed um, that she would go on a date with me only if and only if I stopped looking like Sasquatch and look like a human being. So here I am looking like a human being. And uh, it was a first date and it felt good uh, in a long time to go out with her. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to have some fun. Um, I could have gotten my hair braided today, um, but because of our bet, I am waiting. Um, <laughs> so I guess me having a braid lasted all but four days. So it was a nice four days. It was a fun four days, but it was a four days that shall be forgotten. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very packed show for you guys. Boston's down three to two. Can they come back? I will tell you why they can. Bradley Beal has finally, finally wandered out of the of the Washington Wizards. Jay McLovin, I'm going to ask you whether or not the Wizards have any hope of retaining him back. Deshaun Watson, after... I don't know, a badonk donk zillion years. It's been about since, what, March 25th, I think it was? Um, right. He, he hasn't spoken. He's finally came out and spoken to the media <clears throat> to give his side um, the entire allegations. But first and foremost, Bruce Smith woke up and chose violence, questioning Tony Baselli's uh, right to be a Hall of Famer. Obviously, we all know um, Bruce Smith without a shadow of a doubt, um, one of the greatest defensive players in the history of the game. You, I, don't, I don't think there's a debate. And if if you disagree, drugs are good. Um, Jim McLevin, <laughs> let me ask you something. Um, Baselli played from 95 to 01, and in his final season only played three games. Do you think that Bruce Smith has somewhat of a point? Because he is saying that, hey, yo, you guys are basically calling him a Hall of Famer after one good game he had against me. Do you agree with him? Do you think he has his argument has some validity, or is this just a dude just having sour grapes? You know, I think Bruce Smith has he has some validity to what he's saying. I mean, honestly, I mean, when you look at the biggest game of Basella's career, it was against Bruce Smith. Um, at, the, at the flip of a coin, you know, you could say, you know, he, he did have a, you know, he was fairly productive in the 
short time span that he played. But at the same time, you know, length of service compared to what he's done, I don't think his resume, given the short term, I don't think it, it quite quantifies to be in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I don't think it's just long enough and I don't think he's done enough to quite get there. And, you know, I think to base it off of, like you said, one really spectacular game against Bruce Smith, to me it's just it's a little bit shallow uh, and, it, it, you know, it just lacks a lot of weight, the, what you would like to see going in. It's crazy how – the one great game he had was in 96, which basically was his second year um, in the NFL. Right. <clears throat> he played after that. And it seems like no one really takes that into account. And I don't think anybody really cares to take that into account. I've always said this. When it comes to offensive linemen, that is by hard, by far one of the hardest positions to be able to get into the Hall of Fame because they don't have a lot of stats. And frankly, a lot of times they're forgotten. They're the guys who go down into, into the, the, the dirty, dirty, and then they get all the stuff done. More times than not, we give the credit to what the offensive linemen did. We give that credit to the running back. When the Colts, again, Jonathan Taylor, he's a stud. That offensive line helped him. Derrick Henry's a stud, but that Tennessee Titans line definitely helped him. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell, that Pittsburgh. And by the way, Yuki, I see your comment. We're going to talk about that Mika Fitzpatrick extension real quick before we hop into the rest of the stuff. But Le'Veon Bell with Pittsburgh, that line helped him. And the thing is, we don't really give the offensive linemen that much credit, right? And so for me, it's like, and this is just me. If you're going to have a short career, you better be super duper explosive your entire tenure point blank period like me personally megatron the only the only knock i have on megatron is how long he played that's it in terms of everything else dude like he's legit but because he was so explosive in that short time you can get him into the hall i don't care what position you're playing imagine <clears throat> if a guy played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Let's say a guy played seven years. Let's say a quarterback played seven years. Tim Tebow. Let's say to get Tim Tebow into the Hall of Fame, we bring up that playoff game against uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers when he hit Demarius Thomas, rest in peace, when he hit him with a dot, and boom, gone. So that's right. kind of my whole thing. If you need to pinpoint one game, if you can say, oh, yeah, he had this great game, but also he did this, also he did that, also he did this, also he did that. We have a little bit of uh, of a thing. AP says, you don't think O-line, um, O-line is the hardest to get enough? 110%. Offensive lineman, not only it's the hardest to judge, but the absolute hardest to get into the Hall of Fame. Because like I said like in the beginning of my whole little spiel, there's really, A, no stats you can really kind of look. Like, it, it, it's a little awkward. And two, when they have success, more times than not, people give the credit to the running back. More times than not. I don't think it's fair, but unfortunately, it's the reality that, we're, that we live in. That's, that, that's, the, that's the unfortunate reality of it. So, I think Bruce Smith has a legitimate, a legitimate argument. I think he has a legitimate gripe. Um... The only pro- the problem with it 
is that because that game just so happened to be against Bruce Smith and he's the one speaking out, instead of actually listening to what he's saying, people are going to say, oh, you're just being a crybaby. <laughs> and I think that's the uphill battle Bruce Smith is, is going to have to fight if he wants to continue to speak out about this. <laughs> he you has to remember of- too, you have to remember too, he played 90 out of 91 games yeah. in their seven-year span in the league. And out of that 90 games that he played – 45, which is 50% of the time, he was getting penalties. He averaged, he got, four, he averaged, he for a total career, 45 penalties, but he played only 90 games. So he figured that's half of his time. So again, and if you look at what he did, he, he got what? One Pro Bowl, one All Pro, and that's, and that's it. That's it for him. Now he did, he was a league leader, I think, four or five years uh, in a row. But again, it's such a short time span, 90 games, and that's really all you have to show for it. I mean, that's not a whole hell of a lot. It's very confusing, very confusing. Um, but uh, Yuki believes safety is the hardest against the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. I think offensive linemen. I would say um, offensive linemen. Damon Hernandez says you got to be like Roberto Garcia. That man was a monster for the Bears offensive line. My thing is, look, if you're only going to play for five years, six years, you need to be the best, point blank, period. I can't have you in the league for a minimal, minimal amount of time and you not be dominant. Yeah. I, I, I can't have that. Because now when you're talking about, oh, yeah, the Hall of Fame, ugh, it's not going to work. Um, Real quick, here he goes, do you think Eli Manning deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Me personally, no. I think he's, a, I think he's a at best average quarterback, but this is what's going to get him in the Hall of Fame. The two Super Bowl rings, and more specifically, who he beat. Yeah, he beat the undefeated Patriots, and then in the rematch, still handled his business. Yeah, if he goes, if he gets those rings against any other team, no one's calling him a Hall of Famer. But it's because it's almost, it's almost like a team Hall of Fame effort, honestly. Exactly, exactly. but because because he's and and here's the thing, because. Eli Manning is not even as good as Tony Romo, and Tony Romo's not a Hall of Famer. So if Tony Romo's not a Hall of Famer, and he's a better quarterback than Eli Manning, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know? But Eli's going to get in there because of the rings and who he beat. So that's kind of why he's going to get in there. Um, <coughs> Jay, Minka Fitzpatrick, he got, he got the Steelers. Believe it or not, a lot of fans were a little upset about the uh, the contract extension he got. It makes him the highest paid safety in the NFL history. A four-year, $73.6 million contract. No, that's the old one. Yeah. No, that's the old one. Yeah, I lied. I lied. So it's going to be a five-year extension. Yeah, so it's a five-year contract that that's uh, includes a four-year extension, and he's get he's got thirty-six million dollars guaranteed at signing, and <clears throat> he's gonna get paid over eighteen million dollars per year. I wish I was good at football. Million-dollar question: Do you think yeah. Mike Fitzpatrick deserved that massive contract, or do you think he's uh? uh do you think he's not really going to do it? 
or you, you think uh, they kind of reached a little bit here? Yeah, because I believe he should be. This should be the end of his rookie deal, right? I think he's got what five years in, three, four, five. So he, this, I guess, it was a fifth year option. So, am I right? Is, is this this first contract since his rookie contract? I want to say yes, but I'm but I'm gonna fact check. Because he's only been league five years, so I'm thinking it's got to be the first one after the rookie. Yes, but but when you look at it, I mean, you know, not he's, he's got a pretty damn good resume. Um, you know, in the time that he's been in, what three fifty two. Combination tackles, 113 assisted. He doesn't have any sacks, which I usually like to see at least a couple of sacks for his safety. But he does have 13 picks, and there was only one year, what, 2019, where he didn't record an interception. So, uh, you know, so again, you know, uh, we're in the time of high-priced contracts these days, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to understand, man, the value of, of – you know, the average base salary and what players look like and what they're doing. I mean, what Mika Fitzpatrick, you know, along with um, uh, T.J. Watt means that defense, you know, and let's be honest, they don't have a really good, you know, solidified quarterback yet. So defense is really what kind of keeps them in the game. So they, they're, you know, and, and Mika is a part of that, a really significant part of that defense. So, yep. yeah, I mean, that's like saying, well, you know, does Lamar Jackson, you know, he's slated to probably be the highest paid Guy in the NFL at this point, if he holds out long enough, do we think that he deserves the money more than uh, Patrick Mahomes or or Josh Allen or any of the you know, other quarterbacks that are out there? Probably not. But that's just where we are in in, in the world of football. You know, it's just you, that's just the inflation side of it. So, but I do think for what he brings to that Steelers defense, that uh, yeah, I think he's worth the money because there's really not a safety out there that's going to be better than him that's available. I I just want to hone in on one thing you said because you said yeah. Uh, that that you would prefer him to have a little more sacks, I would agree. But, you know, at, least, at least at least four or five, you know, within but, but here's that thing. time I, period. I would agree if they played him like Jamal Adams. Yeah, they don't like Minka doesn't blitz often. The only time he really blitzes is when it's like third and long, fourth and long type of thing. And it's not, you're right. It's not his fault, but at, at that, at, at, if they're giving, if they're making him the highest paid safety, I just want to see more of a complete all around guy. And I think that's where the sacks come. In. He doesn't have to be the sack leader, but I like to see something in the sack column that just kind of give him so the overall. Want, like, <laughs> so you just want like one or two sacks a year football. type of thing. You just want like a yeah. one or two sacks. A, okay. I'm not just something, just something to give him an overall complete look when you're giving the when you're making him the highest paid guy at that position in the league. You want to say that overall, you know, everything and every, something should be in the column and not zeros. No, I feel you, and I, I will say this uh, for me: it is, uh, um, you know, and maybe it's just me, man, but I, I think I, as a safety, if you get sacks, I personally don't care if you get sacks. To be honest. Um, yeah, only because that's the equivalent of being, a, oh, yeah, my defensive end needs to get interceptions. That's not really like if you can get some great, but that's not that's not really your job. Right. Like Minka's not there. He's there. So if one of the corners get they get broken down, he can he's there to help with recovery. That's really it. It is to mitigate those long deep. Play. That's really that's <coughs> that's really his job. That's it. Yeah. You know, so I. I I do think he's a little overpaid. I'm not even gonna lie. I really do because I don't. I don't think he's a top echelon um, uh, safety. Maybe it's just me though. You know, I don't. 
personally, I, I would have given him 12 a year, maybe 13. Um, I think 18 is yikes, you know, and 36 guaranteed. All right, you know, um, anytime you make somebody the highest paid um, player in NFL history, there's going to be a lot of pressure that comes with that. Oh, there's yeah. A lot of pressure. Well, I don't yeah. know. It, it, we're going to see whether or not he can handle it. It's going to be very interesting, though, because to be honest with you, man, um, like you said, bro, this Pittsburgh offense is going to be dog shit. <laughs> it is. It absolutely yeah. is. You it's, know, it's you know I, I feel like there's two times in NFL you really have to prove yourself. One is to get the mega contract. And two – after you get the mega contract, it's to prove the sons of bitches out there that you deserve to make a contract. I'm with you. Because think about some it. People, some people will do the first one, but a lot of times they don't ever do the second one. And I, I don't mean to be that. I don't want. I don't mean to you know bring up you know the uh, the Cowboys, but Demarcus Lawrence. Yes, bring him up. Shit. Like Demarcus Lawrence is a prime example of that where. He literally get everything he needed to do to get that big contract. He got it, and all of a sudden he was just chilling. Another one, Zeke. That's I was about one. to say, I don't think I don't think Lawrence is the is the most perfect one because Lawrence did do something, but Zeke gave you damn near zero. Even worse, than <laughs> at zero, least I got man. something out of out of out of yeah. Lawrence. It may not have been the best, but I got something. I didn't get shit from Zeke other than a great hairstyle and a really nice nose ring. Okay, have a nice day. I mean, I, but I'm, I'm there with you. I do think, like, your first contract is the most important because not only do you have to prove to you that you deserve that contract, but then when you get it, you got to make sure that you can actually continue to go out there and prove, like, hey, you guys didn't make a mistake. By the way, Ronald, what it do, baby? What it do, you stuck? Um, <laughs> you know, you know, Price, you know, the easy part for me is, is them getting the contract, right? There's no pressure. They just go out there, they play, they get the contract, everybody plots. But for me, like I said, the hard part is is showing that you deserve that money. Because I think once you get that, once you get that money, like you may feel good about yourself because you're like, hey, I'm high on the hog. I don't give a damn what people think. But you know what? If you really are a competitor, you give a damn about what people think about you. Oh, and if you're considered a side that says, you know what? They gave me all this damn money, and I'm dog shit. But think about it. As soon as you get paid, guess what? Now a lot of guys are gonna start like keying in on you. And now what you're gonna do? Yeah, right. You know, but how do you like, keep your head high walking through the walking through the locker room? Knowing you know you got all this money, but you ain't giving them shit in return. And you know, oh, easy. You know, oh, people easy. gotta be looking at them sideways, like, bruh. Easy, no, easy, easy. I, I, you know how you know how easy it is to hold my head up high. Pretty, pretty damn easy when I'm walking to the bank. Shoot, no, I get that. Y'all can look at me any way y'all want. If you're a competitor, and that's what I'm saying. If you're a competitor, <laughs> you you want that. Like if you're a Jordan, LeBron. I, I don't know. If if you're a Kobe, use Kobe as a better example. If you're a Kobe or a Michael, they they give a shit. Like they legitimately want to be the best all the time. And I and I love that about them. I really do. To an extent. To an extent. Um, after going on a Kyrie Irving type sabbatical where he did not talk to anybody in the media, Deshaun Watson finally came out and he said, Hey, I'm innocent. I apologize for everybody else and how they feel. Um, he he says he regrets the impact it's had on the Cleveland Browns and his family, all this stuff. Now, how, what, what he says 
comes across as him being genuine. Comes across as such. So here's my question to you. After hearing that, after hearing him coming out and basically being the first time that you hear, that you actually hear him defending himself, which has been one of the biggest knocks that people have had on him ever since this entire thing began, that he just wasn't addressing anybody. Now that he's addressing it, should this make him look a little better? Not only to the fans, but to Roger Goodell and the NFL office. And should this change the NFL's approach on handling, and not only handling, but I think he's going to get suspended regardless. But Deshaun Watson finally coming out, do you think that's going to kind of soften the blow on him a little bit? This may be a weird answer, but Deshaun Watson, you said he's genuine, but I don't think he is, and I'm going to tell you why. No, I, I said he came up. No, 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 I don't know if he's yeah, or not. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, no, I, that's what I, I get that. But here's the thing. To be really genuine, you have to show accountability or show concern for the other party that was involved and not just the, the people around you. You know, for so if Deshaun Watson comes out and says, hey, for the 66 women out there and the 24, now soon to be 26 women, that felt they need to file the lawsuit because they felt a certain kind of way by my actions. I want to say I deeply feel bad for what you're going through. Things of that nature. Okay, then, yeah, I'm on the genuine train with you. But the problem with that is if he does that, then it puts him in a light that now he's taking responsibility for, for now it probably is. It's almost like he's having to almost admitting guilt if he shows concern for those other people because now, okay, maybe now it opens the door. Well, what's there something to it? So it's almost like his legal team is saying, hey, Deshaun, go out there. Say some sorries to the people around you, whatever. Just don't mention the 24 women or the 66 women. Leave them out of the equation. Because if you say something about being sorry for what they're going through and things of that nature, now you're kind of opening up the door to uh, open up, you know, to make you look culpable for those actions. Mm -hmm. And that's why for him to be truly genuine, it would almost be, it would almost backfire on him. I, honestly, I don't, I don't. This is th- listen. This entire Deshaun Watson thing is weird, and the reason it's weird is because both sides and and I'm I'm gonna catch some hate for this, but take this ride with me. <laughs> yeah, both sides have been lying and telling the truth at the same time. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I like I've never I've never been in a situation where I can look at Deshaun Watson and go. You're lying, but you're telling the truth. And the same thing with all because here's the thing. For for the for the females who are coming at him, everyone keeps saying there's evidence, right? And everyone keeps right. saying there's there's a whole bunch of evidence. And then here's the question I've been posing since the beginning, and no one has been able to answer this. If there truly is this much evidence, why is it that two two grand juries threw the case out? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, no, no, you know damn good well there's no evidence because you're not going through court 20 or 20 at that time, 22 times, and there not be evidence. Come on, there's no damn evidence. That's there's no I'm evidence. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 like the people, like the females are saying, Oh, and, and this is this is one of the instances where I say, and this I've been I'll be consistent with this, and this is coming from a dude who's been accused of this. Okay, when I went through this, the only reason Shorty said I did it. 
was because her man found out that her and I, you know, did a little freaky freaky. And instead of her going up to him and saying, yeah, I messed up, she then tried to uh, imply and then later just went to the cops and said that I did it. Lucky for me, we were at a party and there was 99.999 million trillion quadrupillion people there who not only saw us the entire night, who saw us up on each other. And this was a house party. This was a house party. So it's not it's not like random people. Like my cousin was hosting it, and it was like everyone knew everyone. Like we all knew we all knew each other somehow. Right. Right. So like when you go through something like that, where she says, Oh, yeah, he raped me, and literally you get questioned, and then two days later you get a call and they go, Yeah, by the way, everything got dropped. Turns out they labeled it as a miscommunication. That's how it was labeled, right? Yeah. And when when you're a guy who goes through that, when I, every time I hear that a woman accuses a man of this, I'm not saying that she's lying, but based on my experience, I just kind of go, "Let me." I'm 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 writing this the middle line. I'm writing the middle line. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm not saying she's lying. I'm not doing none of that. I'm writing this middle line. And we finna figure out what's really going on. That's it. We don't we don't figure out one way or another. We're gonna know we might not know all the truth, but we'll know enough to at least determine whether or not he he basically did this. We'll we'll be able to figure that, you know, as as time goes on, we'll be able to figure that out. Now we won't be able to figure out if he did it to all 66 women. We won't know. That we won't know, but we'll probably know for about 35 to 40 of them. We'll be able to figure out whether or not he did anything. You know, you know what's interesting to me, Pride, is so okay. So first, we go to 22 cases, no evidence. Because let's be honest, like we said, if there's really truly evidence there, he ain't walking away from us. And we can know damn good well factor ain't no damn evidence. Mm-hmm. So the first 22 go through the pipeline and he's you know exonerated acquitted whatever and now he's just dealing with the civil lawsuit side of things what have you now we get the next four coming out of the woodworks trying to do the same thing Mm -hmm. and my thought process is as such if it's been over two years or whatever the case has been since you know these events happen do you really think there's any evidence that those four have that the 22 didn't no I'm the only way the and this is me. If it's between the only way I'm coming out is if I got a video or or some saved text messages or something where he kind of when he basically admits it. That's the only way I'm coming out because but you know, it, even unless unless there's audio in there, I mean videos can be some right. kind of subjective too. Right, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Video with audio. The, uh, I guess the graphic nature of the video or the audio of the video, what have you. But <laughs> I'm just saying, from a physical, like, because he said, okay, look, I made me grab it, but he said he ejaculated on her chest and on her face. Now, I don't know if on her, you got to imagine there's clothes there, so it's got to be some of it on her clothes. You know, unless she's storing it up, you've got to believe that there's really no true evidence. I'm going to say it out loud. There's no real damn evidence in these next four either. I honestly think I Deshaun know. Watson will be acquitted on the next four. I'm going to call it right now, hot take. I'll guarantee you, I bet you he gets acquitted on the next four. And the only thing he's going to have to deal with are two things. Number one, the civil lawsuit side of life. And then number two, how many games Roger Goodell is going to suspend him? 
So if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I'm thinking like, okay, we're going to hedge our bets whether we void his contract based on Deshaun Watson's, you know, outcome and then right. what Goodell gives him in terms of his suspension. Now, where it gets mm-hmm. good interesting is if you if you uh, give Calvin Ridley betting one year on football, a year suspension, and you give Josh Gordon an indefinite suspension on a little bit of marijuana, what the hell are you going to give Deshaun Watson on on 24 cases, 66 mm-hmm. altogether, whatever? If he's guilty – if he's guilty of at least one, that there people are gonna want at the bare minimum two years, and there's people gonna want the extreme, and they're gonna want to try to get him out for life. Which, you know, I don't, I don't like. I said I'm not gonna talk about any punishment on no one until we figure something out. Until we figure no, but what I'm saying is he can walk away. He can walk away from their criminal side and be fine. <laughs> I just wonder how the NFL side, in terms of Goodell, how he's gonna react to it. And you gotta imagine, like I said. Mm-hmm. You know, if Calvin really gets caught betting, not put in jail, but just get on betting, he's and he's out a year. And if, if you pop positive on drugs, you're out what a year or whatever, you know, whatever. Then what the hell is all these cases? What is Goodell gonna how is he gonna levy this? And like you said, I gotta imagine he gets at least if we're if we're being fair to Josh Gordon, if we're being fair to the Calvin Ridley's and whatever. It's not even being fair to Josh Gordon and Calvin Ridley. Well, I mean, like, like, in terms oh, of you like, the, you know what I'm saying? Wall. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I I get where you're coming from. But my thing is, like, bro, like, homeboy, he, not only did he break the law, but if he ends up get, being found guilty and ha- having a, you know, with the civil lawsuit, it's like, if, if if they have enough evidence to say, yeah, you done did it, homie, you, like, bro, you going to have yeah. to be out a bare minimum two years. That's just me. Oh, yeah. I, I want to touch on some, uh, a couple of the comments real quick. Damien, says, or Damien Hernandez says, yeah, I do realize the justice system always looks the other way once they get paid under the table. Come on now. <laughs> the problem with your statement is that the grand jury happened before Deshaun Watson got paid all this money. That's all so I'm saying. If looking at, so if he gets suspended two years, tacked on to the two that he's already missed or coming close to no, two no, years. No, no. If he gets suspended two years, Cleveland's voiding that contract. Oh, yeah, you know they're going to avoid it, but then where does he go from there? Is he going to be, you know, pretty much just – is anybody even going to give him a flyer? No way. No. No, with all that baggage, I don't think so. I, not I don't know, man. They gave Michael Vick a flyer. You don't think they gave him a flyer? That's different, bro. That's – that, and I'm the only reason why I believe that's different is because the dog fighting was at his house, and you can make an argument that he didn't really know what was going on because he wasn't involved. He kind of just hosted it. So you can make and, some and, but, 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 but pride. Let's go one further. Even Ray Rice was allowed to come back, but nobody Who wanted was him it? on their team. No, Ray. Well, well yeah, he was in. The, uh, I think the show. Like, you know, like, that that said you can come back, but nobody wanted to give him a job. <laughs> but I think I think that's where the show Watson is going to end up. Where the NFL will be like, look, like Ray Rice, he's going to be Ray Rice. Exactly. You Basically. serve suspension. If you want to come yeah. back, you can. And he's going to go, oh yeah, I'm ready. And they're going to go, yeah, right. And no one's going to want to touch him. By the way, another one. Um, because Yuki, Yuki says pride. The masseuse asked him if they want to shit to record it. He said no. This does not mean you're guilty. Just because he didn't want to record it doesn't mean that he's necessarily guilty. There's just some people who just don't want it to be recorded. I do want to point out that there was 15 therapists that actually came out in support of the shot. <laughs> there were at least 15 females. That did come out and support him. So, right. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's such a mess. Uh, Damien says, um, I believe he's guilty. Fuck that. There are 66 women. There's no way in hell he's innocent. Just look at Bill Cosby. He has so many victims piling up, and there are still more victims out there. Yeah, but the, but the difference is, 
the difference between with what Bill Cosby was doing and what Deshaun Watson was doing is that multiple people knew Bill Cosby was doing this. Henceforth, when he ended up going up to trial, multiple people were able to come out and say, yeah, he's been doing it. And this incident with Deshaun Watson, if for every individual instance, it's just a he said, she said. And this is something that's very important to bring up. Nobody was licensed. These are just, in essence, Instagram chicks that he's kind of just picking up. That, that camera they were giving the, the massages? Yes. They, like, wow. these, are, these are professional wow. masseuses. These are wow. professional masseuses, which, again, has to come down on Deshaun <coughs> <under show, coughs> Watson because you're dumb. You're dumb. Why are you going to go to Instagram when you have a facility that provides that? They provide that, and they provide it as a person who is 100% licensed. And that's my thought. If I'm an athlete, and I know I'm a famous athlete, and I know I got some money to my name, I'm not doing anything where I can be compromised, especially a hotel. Yeah, you will meet me at the at the facility, and there were I want video cameras. I want maybe wit- a couple of witnesses in the room. I mean, I'm doing some shit to protect my ass. I'm not. I'm not. You want to know what I'm doing? You, you really want to know what I'm doing? No, you're you're going to the dollar <laughs> by the hour hotel. I get it. No, bro. no, no, no. Perhaps, maybe, perhaps, perhaps. But what I'm doing, I'm not going. I'm not going on Instagram for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go to my facility. I'm gonna go to my facility. <clears throat> you want to know what? Because if I go to my facility, guess what? I know for a fact I ain't doing nothing dumb. Because guess who's going to be touching up on me? A 66-year-old lady whose pussy's dust. <laughs> so I'm good. I know I'm good. She can touch me all she wants, and I know I won't get hard. I'm good. I'm good, Deshaun. I'm good. You know... He got to wear this, though. He got he got to wear that. He got listen. Regardless yeah. of if he's innocent or not, there's unfortunately going to be a bad stigma around him. Oh yeah, and and unfortunately he's going to have to wear it. He's going to have to because if you put yourself in that situation, like, <clears throat> what are you doing? You like, what are you doing? Like what? Right. Like I've never in my life said, "Oh yeah, let's go, let's go get a masseuse from Instagram." Like, bro, what are we doing? Damien says, "My question is, what uh, what's his family thinking about all this? Especially his wife and kids. I could imagine there's a lot of teachers in the household. I don't think he has kids. Is he married? I didn't think he was married. He's not married, but he does have a girl. Well, you know, she's probably all up in <laughs> business right now. Well, but here's the thing. Well, maybe she don't care because maybe she's on the ride for the money. I don't know." But, but well, I don't know that, but maybe she's one of those chicks that was gonna ride with her guy regardless. Because while during these accusations, he was at a club with her for her birthday and they were partying up and they look they look completely unfazed. Yeah. You, you know, know, I figured there's two things that's gonna hurt Deshaun though. If I'm Deshaun, there's two things that would hurt me. Number one, I'm not gonna get the endorsement deals that I really, you know, would covet. So that's oh, a yeah, lot yeah. of money. You know, that's a lot of money right there you just threw away. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I feel like as I get older, you know, when I have ch- when I do have children, 
you don't think they're ever going to see all these memes and all these things about his, their father and things like to me that's just it, it's a personal hit with you know for my I'd be you know really embarrassed for my kids to to read and see this mm-hmm. and then at the same time I'm also losing endorsement dollars so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you know outside of all of this that are going to affect Deshaun going forward regardless of whether he plays football again regardless of the outcome the stigma is there the the tabloids are out and his kids will see this at some point if he has them. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm listen. <clears throat> regardless, like I said, regardless if he's innocent or not, Deshaun, you putting yourself in that awkward situation, bro. People are gonna look at you funny. Uh, Yuki goes, his girlfriend is thick. No, listen, his girlfriend, she's she's very attractive. Mongo lie, she's very attractive, right? But again, I don't, I don't know. And yes, and and thank you for bringing this up. Rumor has it that the, the Houston Texans were initially involved in this in the beginning, in terms of paying for the hotels. Even hosting it in their facilities at times. So, but you know what the Texans are gonna do? You wanna know what the Texans are gonna do? Real quiet, they're gonna pay, they're gonna pay them off and just say, shut up, shut, shut the fuck up. Go go back to Sean. Shut the fuck up. That's what you that's what the Texans are gonna do. The Texans are gonna get no, I, money. I agree. They're gonna shut up the money. They're gonna shut the money to move on from it. So that way they can keep it, they can keep that on the low. That's that's what they're gonna do. But next topic I want to talk about Bradley Beal. Remember, has it? He's, he went to the Wizards and and asked for a trade. There's a two-parter for you. First of all, who should make a more? Um, obviously, it the Portland Trailblazers are rumored to be extremely interested. So that way they can get Bradley Beal and bring in Zach Levine. So that way they can have their own guard-heavy big three. But outside of the Trailblazers, what teams do you think should make a push for Bradley Beal and? Do you think the Washington Wizards can make a couple moves themselves to try to bring Bradley Beal back uh, to the team next year? Man. Yeah, well, you know, Bradley Beal's 28, so he still has a little bit of uh, tread left on his tires. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if, if, you know, you're at a point now, if I'm Washington, I probably am looking for picks because I don't know how if I'm gonna be able to build this team around him in time to really be truly competitive um, to take advantage of his prime year. So maybe I'm looking for picks at this point and rebuild. So it wouldn't be bad for Washington either. And then for Bill, you know, on that same side of the court, I think like, damn, I'm 28. I'm looking at Washington. I'm probably not gonna go anywhere with these guys. Am I just gonna sit here collect the money and just ride into the sunset, or am I gonna become competitive and go to someplace? That is competitive. So now you, if he, and I really believe it's going to be the competitive nature. That's why he wants out. Because I'm pretty sure he'd get the max right there at Washington if it was really about the money. So you know he's got to be about, he's got to be looking at competitive teams that can bring him in. So then you're thinking, okay, who's competitive that I can go to and make a damn difference? I can tell you right now, I'm thinking one or two teams that I think would be really, really good for him. You let go of Bronson, I think you bring in uh, Bradley Bill and put him with Dallas and put a team him up with, team him up with, um, with, with Joe, I mean, with, with Doncic. Um, if you if you don't want to go with Doncic, then you team him up with Joker and and you know and and put him in that direction. So because I think I think they were there. I saw some trades with Denver, um, at least some rumored trades or trades that we like to see happen. So you know I mean I mean I think him and Joker would be phenomenal. Could you imagine that lineup? Oh oh. Mm. But I think those are my, those will probably be my my two teams. Okay. All right, so. Before I throw mines out, I, I want to kind of look at what some people are saying in the comments. Uh, build to Dallas or Denver. Um, I think those are the two teams you said, right, Jay? Yeah, Dallas and Denver. <laughs> Which, again, 
I think both do do make some sense. I really do. Uh, Chicago, Philly, Miami. I do not think Miami. However, Chicago, I think that's legit. If you can kind of do a situation where like the signing trade where you get um you you send uh, Zach Levine over to Washington. I think perhaps, but again, it'll be a little awkward because Zach Levine is going to basically want to basically sign it and accept that trade. So God knows Philly, depending on what happened with James Harden, maybe. And the thing about, you know, Bradley Bill is, is he could play the shooting guard or the small forward. So there's really flexibility uh, with him where you put him on the roster, right? Which I think makes him, a little bit more attractive. I think Zach Levine, he's been rumored to say that he's going to uh, re-sign back with the Bulls. I don't know. I don't think they're going to let go of Zach Levine. So I, I definitely think Philly, if, you know, depending on how they feel about Harden, I think Philly would be a good spot to team up with uh, Joel Embiid for sure. But I think, yeah, I think Philly would work. Like I said, Utah or Denver, man. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe Memphis. I'm going to say no to Memphis only because I already like what they got. There's no point in really changing anything. You got a whole bunch of nice young guys. So I would I would keep them as it's going. Yeah, you already got that good chemistry working. Exactly. So I, I would I wouldn't move in. I wouldn't do if I'm Memphis, I wouldn't be in there. AP that's, says that's, that's the place where you got to keep growing and developing. You know, right. you already got the pieces, you just got to keep growing and developing. If if, if, if Memphis needed anything. It would be a center because I obviously I don't think Adams is the answer, you know. So I think maybe you're looking at the center position, right. but that's a point. And and, I, and if I'm going for the center position, I'm not going for a veteran. I'm going to guy for a guy like DeAndre Eaton. I want I want to get a young guy too. I, I don't yeah. I don't want I, you know I'm not gonna get a get a Carl Anthony Towns or like that. Um, AP says Bill's gonna leave and John Wall's coming back to Washington. That's my hot take. <laughs> now you can that's have his ass. You've been waiting to unload that motherfucker. So go go ahead, <laughs> please, for the love of God. <laughs> That's brave, brother. That's see, that, that's 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 a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a brave one right there, brother. Um, and then he also he decides to one up himself. Hear me out. Clay gets traded and Bill comes to the Warriors. No, man, they, come on. They're not letting go of the of the Dubs. They're gonna ride that train until the wheel falls completely off. Right. Yeah, they're gonna. And plus, you know what? I think Clay in year two, man, after post surgery, I think he's gonna. I think that's gonna be the telltale sign. I think really of, of where they go. Obviously, if they win the championship, I don't think they break up that team. And I don't think Clay's asking for a lot of money either. So he's more cap friendly probably than Bill would be anyway. Right. So, so um, yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Brooklyn Nets. I'm gonna. The only way out, if I'm the Nets, I would consider it is if Kyrie opts out. But even then, I, I would heavily oh. kind of look elsewhere, only because the the Cavaliers, the not the Cavaliers, um, the Nets need inside guys. That's what they need. So you know, but if you want to, okay, Cavaliers, same thing. I don't. I. Don't, I, I. I mean, maybe the, maybe the Cavaliers. I think maybe the Cavs. Um, he said. Uh, Bill said he did want to say he wants to play in Philly. So I could see that happening, right? But the thing is, you're not going to have James Harden and Bradley Beal out there. I think that that. That's and let's be good. honest, Harden <laughs> is Daryl Morey's boy. Yep. He loves Harden, so I Harden could write his ticket as long as he wants it. Morey ain't gonna let his ass go. Mm-hmm. Hell, when when they let Harden go from Houston, they Daryl Morey was out the door too. So that just kind of tells you, you know, how he feels about Harden. So, but again, Dallas, if he plays a small forward. Dallas was not that damn far off from the finals, you know. And I think you take out Brunson and you, you insert Beal, you know, that's automatically an upgrade right there. Plus, 
He can play the small forward, so if Bullock needs help, he can also you know go that direction too. So he's so versatile that what he can give Dallas might be just enough to get him to the next level. Right. Um, and I think that's what he really wants is because if he didn't want to get to the next level, he would be taking that. He know he'd be taking the max at Washington. Right. Um, what about Boston having a big three? No. No. Um, they already got a kind of a big three. I guess you want to put smart. I don't know. Right. Either that or you can just call it a one-two because we still have a very great team all around. So Bro, I, you, can't look, you, you, can't, you can't look past smart. I love smart. Yeah, that's what I'm He's saying. defensive. He gives you points. I just want to be more, more consistent with his shooting. But other than that, I like smart. I think smart. Hell, I'll take smart. Shit. Oh, that's by the way, let me ask you a question, Pride, because this is your team, and I want to see if you know. This is trivia night for Pride if you don't know. Okay. Let's see how much of a, of a Celtics fan Pride is. Probably not. Why is Marcus Smart hair dyed green? Oh, his mom. Bing, bing. Good answer. Okay. You know what? He, that's what makes you a Celtics fan. If I asked any question about the Rams to Freddie, it would be, I don't know, but- yeah, I, just no, got a really nice I, yeah, I believe his mother had passed away, and green was he her did, favorite but she color. always wanted to see him in green in green, and because that was his favorite color, so that's yeah. why he's been dying it, you know, on this run as kind of like a um memorial or, or memorandum to wow. him. So, so yeah, but and that was a cool story because I honestly thought he was doing it to match the uniform, which makes sense. That, that's but then when I, I saw the cool. article and I read the article, I was like, man, that was. Not what I was thinking. Okay. I thought the same thing too, but then uh somebody they were doing a um uh I remembered I was like because Marcus Smart he was doing like a AM like on Twitter, kind of like you know, asking, yeah. like, you know, kind of we went live to ask some questions, and someone had asked him something about his mother, and then he kind of let it slip that his mom's favorite color was green. So as someone else commented, um, they had asked him something along the lines of so was she excited when you got drafted to be Boston? He was like, Yeah. He was like, and it, it wasn't even because of the team. She just she just loves wanted to see me in, in green or whatever. And he said that's when he started growing his hair out. He said yeah. that's when he started growing his hair out. And because people forget in Oklahoma, short hair. When he came in the league, short hair. Then he started growing it out. And then when he grew it out, you know, that's when he was like, you know what? Yeah, I should. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's why he has it. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, not- you know what's interesting about the Celtics is even if they, you know, honestly, even if they don't get the championship this year. And, I, and that's not that I'm saying anything that you don't know, but that team is so damn young and that coaching staff is so good that you've got to believe that, you know, they're coming back. At some level, they're coming back because that team, I really still think they got to work down on that center. And, you know, I mean, not that I'm yep. counting Williams out, but, but, man, but that team is just so young and so competitive. I mean, they got lots and lots of time to figure this out. By the way, um, <laughs> I want to dye my hair. Go do it. I tell people all the time, bro. Have fun with you before you lose it. Um, Mesa um, Melo wants to go back to New York. Who gives a shit? Like, the, the, like I, Melo's going through a problem where he still swear he's prime Melo. He's an idiot. So who gives a shit? Go ahead. Go a, a shitty player going to a shitty franchise. What a what a perfect fairy tale ending. Um, but speaking of Boston, final topic. Down three two. Do you think it's possible? For the Celtics to win two in a row in the NBA Finals, you know, you know, if, if you believe in patterns, you know, we Golden State's gotten back to backs, but Boston just has not been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And hey, like I said, man, you know, hell of a fine uh, Boston team. It really is a good Boston team, man. It's just, I just think this is just another year for Golden State, and they and they are so good that it's gonna take it's gonna take a monumental effort on the Celtics' behalf, right. night in and night out for the next two games. I mean, everybody's gonna have to be damn near perfect. There's not gonna be a lot of room for error in either one of those two games. I do. I think they could take Game Six. Yeah. But to come back and try to win it and go to state on game seven, I think Golden State's, you know, is going to come out like tore it on fire. And I just think to try to get two wins out of two games back, that's too much to ask for a lot of teams. And, and it's, I just don't know that the Celtics have enough in the bank to, uh, to be able to do two perfect uh, games back to back. Damn sure you know the turnovers and points in the paint have got to be in the Celtics' favor. Those two and the bench can't have just 10 points and one in the first half. So, I mean, all that stuff has got to be on point. I mean, uh, Williams off the bench has to be on point. Tice has to be, you know, if he comes in the game, has to be on, you know, a lot of those guys have to be on point, man. And it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a tall time. I'll tell you this, Pride. If that shit happens, <laughs> hey, I'll save my own damn head. <laughs> and that's a fact. And you can timestamp that shit. No, if they win, Look, I'm damn that. I'll, hey, look, I'll, I'll make sure. that. I, I know uh, we we said that if Golden Celtics lose the series, you'll shave. If Golden State loses the series, I'll shave. What is calling today? Time stamp uh, in the books. I, so, because I, I like your argument about his about. Pat, I love my hair, by the way. So it means a lot to me because I don't have a lot of it. <laughs> so I because I, I, you're talking about pattern, right? You're talking about pattern. Yeah. Um, in round one. We won four games in a row. Okay, we won four yeah. games in a row. Okay, um, in the Milwaukee series, we were down three-two. We won the final two games in a row. Right or wrong? I'm gonna say right with an asterisk. What's the asterisk? That Chris Middleton wasn't there. Well, no. The, well, the asterisk is two reasons. Number one. Mm-hmm. Go, uh, Brooklyn was in a complete disarray from the beginning. So that's that, that whole no, I, I'm not no, saying no, 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 I'm not saying no, no, come out now. I'm not letting you get away with that. I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm not that. saying that's your problem, but at the nope, same I'm time, nope, I don't take that. I don't take that. What I'm saying, I don't take the Brooklyn series seriously. I don't take that series seriously. Now I do take. I do take the 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 Bucks series. Nope, I, I'm not letting you get away with this because the same people who No, that's fine. It's okay. It's no, cool. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I, I'm talking about for the Brooklyn. I cannot take that take seriously. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. The same people who say that are the same people that if Brooklyn would have beat Boston, would have been the same people thumping their chest saying you got to break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. These are the same people who had Brooklyn favored to beat Boston. Those are the same. I wasn't one, was one of those people. Right, I wasn't one of those people. I'm just saying we held Kevin Durant scoreless for like what three quarters or, or three. Uh, you know, it was um the second half. Yeah, it was the second half we held him scoreless, and I think it was game three. There was one quarter we held him scoreless. The one of the one of if not the greatest scorer of our generation. Well, as so, you know how Frankie feels about KD. <laughs> well, he. Can't. <laughs> but hey, we I'm can go down that KD that. route. I mean, look, let's be honest. KD, uh-huh. excuse me, KD leaves the Gold State Warriors, and he ain't sniffing the finals ever. And last time I checked, with you know, given the two years of injury, so you really can't take those 
you know, in the count because there were well, there's injuries all over the place at Golden State. But once that team was, you know, fully healthy again with Mitchell Wiggins, now we're now we're damn near what one game away. Or I'm not I'm not saying we because I'm a Rockets fan. You I don't already said we. I don't want to hear. It. You already said we. We caught him. I know, man. It's gonna be time stamped. I'll be living this one down for purgatory forever. But no, they are one game away from you know being champions again. So again, how relevant was Kevin Durant really needed for them? And look what he gave to Brooklyn. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm not. A, I'm not trying. I don't want to take anything away from your team, but at the same time, I think you your path to the finals. It wasn't that hard, except for and, and, and then he go up against Miami. Oh, time out now. Then he go up against Miami, which and all people's most people were. If they, you want to say, you okay, got, hold on, let me finish. 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 Let me Wait, I mean, you guys should have slagged them. And the oh, fact no, that they gave saying. you, and the fact that you got it literally was six inches on the baseline, which took that that negated three away from them. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying it was so freaking micro close that you guys even got to the finals. And I'm not trying to think away from the Celtics because, like I said to you earlier, it, the it doesn't Celtics matter how micro close it was, though, because at the end of the day, they still lost, so it doesn't matter. I get it. Hey, listen, I, I, I'm with you that way, fan. A win is a loss is a loss. I get it. I don't want to hear nothing about Brooklyn because every single game, they were favored to beat us. They were the betting favorite to not only come out of the East, they were tied with Milwaukee to come out of the East, and also were tied with Milwaukee to win the championship. But let me ask you this: How many games did how many, how many games did, did Milwaukee go with you guys? Was it six or was it seven? Seven. It was seven, right? Seven. What would? And I'm just asking a question. I, I don't like hypotheticals like anybody else, but I'm just saying, Middleton does account for quite a lot on that team, on the defensive side and so forth. With the healthy Milton, where where would Milwaukee have gotten? And I know you can say, well, you know, he's not there. Losing you, in seven, it doesn't matter. Losing in seven. But I, what I'm saying though is, 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 is they haven't faced a fully team like like the Golden State Warriors, man. The Golden State Warriors are, I mean, come on, man. They're battle tested. They're experienced. Wait a minute. You you're doing a complete 180. No, but what's the 180 I'm doing? Before the finals, you said that Boston had the most battle tested path to the finals. Now all of a sudden, you're gonna pretend. You're going to pretend no, they had the most battle test that because I, I, agree, no, I agree with no, you. No, no, no. Honestly, who was it? The, oh, time out. Now, hold on. I, I don't want you to think I'm not saying that. up against – who did they play the first round? What was it? The the Nuggets? Oh, I'm sorry. The Denver Jokic's because it was just him or – No, it was. And, and so I they, agree with you. I, I'm saying no, you guys have had it battle tested. Milwaukee gave you, in my opinion, the battle test. I don't think Brooklyn necessarily battle tested you. But and again, come and on, four nothing. They didn't battle test you. You had Brooklyn beating Boston. So but, okay, no, but okay. What I'm saying, the so the Brooklyn's in the pudding, though, right? Okay, watch it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who people had what. The fact that no, you went through, oh, about the fact that you went through Brooklyn, the way you went through Brooklyn, wasn't really a battle testament on no, their no, no. side. It, it was. It was, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you had Brooklyn winning. Why did I ever say Brooklyn was going to win that? I know I had Milwaukee. No, I had Milwaukee winning. I'm going to tell you that right now. I had Milwaukee win that series. I'll take that one. I'll be nice. I I never said Brooklyn. It's fine. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Let's let's throw Brooklyn away because you actually walk into another trap. You actually walk into another (laughs) trap. Because you you picked Milwaukee after you found out about the injury to Chris Middleton, right? 
I was picking – no, I actually picked Milwaukee all the way to game seven. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be honest with you. All the way to game seven, I was telling you that Milwaukee was still going to win it. And you know that, and I know that. That's what I'm saying. You you, you started picking Milwaukee before or or after it was was even after – Chris Middleton. Well, I had Milwaukee. I had Milwaukee at the beginning of the. I had Milwaukee in the finals for crying that's out loud. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You thought that Milwaukee without Chris Middleton, who's so special, is a third option at best on that team. I don't. I, if if anyone really watches it, he's a third option at best because he's so horrible at being a second option. They had to go get him Drew Holiday. But that did work out well for them, though. Who? Having Drew Holiday and Middleton with 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 uh, Giannis, Drew, it was Drew Holiday. It was Drew Holiday because even when Drew Holiday was was playing was playing awful, guess what? He's still getting double teamed more than Chris Middleton. Well, that's true. Not even I mean, close. He's getting obviously Giannis is getting double teamed the most. Obviously, but I think but I think that's where the third option came nice because when they were getting double teamed, Chris was there and Chris did a good job. You can't say Chris didn't do a good job. He did, and yo, know, and he he did so much of a good job. He had watched him on the bench. Bozo. Here. <laughs> well, Bozo he was hurt for crying out loud. Damn it, Pry. What the okay, and so who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I love it, Pry. I love your man. Hey, listen. I'm, no, I'm just saying. I, hey, listen. I'm gonna lose this army two Jokic times out of Sundays. Dragging, Let's be honest. Jokic has been dragging a roster by himself. And very few want to give him the excuse of injuries. Very few want to give him that benefit of the doubt. I very do give him the benefit of the doubt because I that. did say I felt like had they had Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray, this Nuggets team would be phenomenal. But they don't have – matter of fact, because they didn't have him, that's why, that's why I said he's the MVP because of what he performed and how he's – so I get that. I get it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm Freaking saying. Joker, but, um, back to Boston. Look, I think Boston can, right? And – Originally, I said I don't know if we could, but fuck it, why not? Might as well just flip it. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> um, I, I think we can. I really do, and I think going into, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I think going into Boston with with this, I think helps a lot. I really do. Um, I also do believe the fact that um, we've shown throughout the entire playoffs. We can win back-to-back games. We've shown that ability. Well, you've shown every- it in the Eastern Conference, but you haven't shown it in the Western. Okay, and? No, that's a big and. That's a big How? and. How? Because you're in the finals. You haven't shown the back-to-back in the finals. You've shown it in the Eastern Conference, but you have no, not don't we haven't. No, don't we haven't shown it in the finals because it's our first time there since 2010. No, no, I'm not talking about past finals. I'm just saying in this finals, you have not had back-to-back wins. And neither did Golden State until game five. But they had it. But nobody was saying they could do it until game five. I just think think the effort that you're going to have to put out, do you think that – but do you think that that Chicago – excuse me, Chicago. Do you think that Boston has the mental fortitude to do that? Because mental fortitude. For real. No, for real. Pride. Let's be honest. Yes. Has Jason Tatum really shown up enough to give you back-to-back good games like that? I'm just asking for a friend. I don't think he has. Okay, and and, and that, that's cute. That's adorable because guess what? We still got other guys who can do it. So what are we talking about at this okay, point? Okay, you got Jalen Brown, which is your next best, which actually in some cases Jalen Brown has done a better performance in some of those games than Jason Tatum, Tatum did. I'll Jaylen give you Brown. that. 
And then in between, when you need those spurts, guess who else gives it to us? Al Horford has been giving it to us. And I'm Al Horford has had very dismal games, just like Draymond. I, I, I remember Al Horford had two points in a game. I'm talking about, yeah, and what about game one when he dropped 26? Tell the full story. Okay. Don't just, I, I, that's don't just nitpick one game. Don't just nitpick one game. No, but what I'm saying, right, what I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying is in game six and game seven, Horford can't do that. Horford's got to give you night in, night out, damn near spectacular performances. No, he doesn't. He's going to pull an inner jump Game three, he didn't give anything spectacular. Game three, he didn't give anything spectacular, and we won. So he, I'm not saying he's got to give us spectacular. I'm just saying we have, we got two guys who can take a game over, and then we have multiple guys who can go on spurts. So when they need a rest, we got guys who can go on spurts. We got the Marcus Smarts of the world. And if you want to say Al Horford, fine. Don't say Al Horford. Robert Williams. That's another dude who's been cleaning up the glass, getting offensive boards like crazy, and been having a block party like crazy. That's another guy. Robert Woods doesn't go down with injury, too. And that's fine. And that's fine because even injured, he's getting like four blocks a game. So what are we talking about? We're talking about two games of spectacular basketball. And I've seen this team do it. I've seen this team do it. I've seen this team do it two times in a row, back-to-back against Milwaukee. And we've seen them do it two games in a row, back-to-back against the Miami Heat. Well, I guess we are. Hey, listen. I guess listen. I guess we are barbers' sake. Let's hope so. I'm just saying. No, this is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. Hey, I'm just saying for that beautiful, sexy, dark locks. Let's hope so. This is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. For the love of God, tell the full story. That's all. That's all I ask. Because what, what you're trying to do is you go and, and, and you just mention, oh, yeah, look, look, we did this. Look. And then you're not trying to pretend that's how we've been. The I'm just saying there's been multiple guys who, when we need them to, have stepped up. They've stepped up. We're going to need them two more times. And that's fine. And that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Consistency, though, is, is, a, is a problem for you guys sometimes. You're talking about consistency from a Golden State team that outside the sun's been playing average at best? Right. Don't get emotional. Like, you, you're you're not, you're you're inconsistent. Gotta, you gotta tell the full story. Golden I'm State telling the full story. Not, no, you're not. Because what you're trying to do is trying to pretend that, that Boston's been the only inconsistent team. Golden State. No, no, Golden State's had their inconsistencies, but I'm Golden State's up three too. So they've been over able to overcome their consistencies. There's no doubt in the game. Because what does it say? What does it say? What it says that you can't. It says that you cannot afford to be inconsistent, even one of those two games. And and, and neither can Golden State because that's because last time no, they can't. Golden State has two chances at it. The last time at their in their home court, what happened? They took an L. The last time they were in their home court, Game Seven, what happened? They lost by four. I get it. I get it. But, but the last two games, no, but no, but they just came off a back to back, which means they got one. They had to have gotten one in, in Boston and one in uh, Golden State. Am I correct? Or were they both in Golden or were they, were they both in Boston? I, maybe I might be old. I might be what, whatever. Yeah, was it was the back to back? Was it both in Boston? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. It, it was, you're, you're talking about game three and four, right? When, when they right. played. 
Yeah, yeah. So it was the what game one and two was in was in uh was at Golden State. Three and four was at Boston. So now we have one at Golden State. So game five was at Golden State. Game six. No, no, game already Boston. played game five. Game five's already been played. That's why that's it's three two. That's, that's what I'm saying. Game five was at Golden State. Right. Game okay. So they did, that's what I'm saying. So they Boston. did win. You said they didn't win on their home court. The last game they played, they did win on their home court. No, no, I'm talking about game seven. Well, yeah, game seven have been back on the home court. Right. No, I got yeah, you. We're, we're, no. we're winning game six. And then the last time at games that they had a game seven on their court, they got beat so bad they had to tear down, they had to tear down the, the arena and move. <laughs> That's hey, listen, fun fact. hey, no, for real. Hey, listen, fun fact, fun fact. So Mitchell Wiggins, which is Andrew Wiggins' father. If you know who Mitchell Wiggins is, he played on the Houston Rockets. And in 1986, Mitchell Wiggins was playing the Celtics. And that was the year that the Celtics did win, but we pushed him to game seven. But Mitchell Wiggins uh, played against the Celtics. And now you got his son, Andrew Wiggins, playing against uh, the Celtics, and it's in, in game six. I, I, I just think that's pretty cool. To me, that's pretty cool. The, the pops and the dad are you know, both playing the Celtics. Different teams were playing the Celtics in the finals. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. What a time to be alive! It, it, it really, it really is crazy. It, it really is crazy. Really, just saying. I wish, I wish my dad was good at basketball, and I wish I was good at basketball. I would love to Shoe, say, hey, dad, shoe. <laughs> hey, pride. I guarantee him to you one thing: if I got a basketball contract, I'm not carrying three pounds of weed in my car. Montrez Harold, bro. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Hey, I'm gonna I'm do like every other white person in the world. I'm gonna go find me somebody else and say, hey, I need you to do this. Not matter of fact, I'm gonna have my sister get a hold of the person, and the person's gonna give the weed to my sister, and my sister's gonna leave it in my backyard underneath the dog kennel, and then I'll go out and get it later. By the way, uh, I will be going live, but uh, it's gonna be with video games because I got a whole bunch of people that been wanting to play me for a while. <laughs> So I will be going live. Uh, I'll plug the Facebook here in a minute. But look, this is what I'm saying, man. I think we can do it. I really do. I really do. Because like I said, uh, did, by the did you, did you hear what Magic Johnson had said? Boston no, Celtics have to. He was, like, he was like, in my opinion, this is a must-win game for Boston in game six. I'm like, Magic, I love you, brother, but no shit. It's like Captain Obvious. Yeah, it's like if we lose the finals, it's over. Like, they, it, they it's just over. the obvious. Holy shit. Holy I love shit. it, but you got to fucking do better, bro. You got to fucking do better. WT fucking. Hey, well, the good thing about it is if Boston somehow is able to carry out this finals victory, it would be a beautiful thing that the Celtics would have more championships than the Lakers, and then Freddie and Frankie could just shut the hell up and eat it. So in one instance – Hey, I, I could come out a winner on both sides of this. Gold State wins. Hey, Pride gets a haircut. Freaking Celtics win. Frankie and and uh, and uh, and Freddie are gonna have to eat shit because they don't have the most championships in the league. And I, either way, man, it's gonna work out well. I'm just saying, it's gonna work out well for me. And you, man. <laughs> and you, and you. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If there's any news you guys want to talk about, feel free to tag us. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Ten, uh, Prideful Takes, and on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Visit our website www.pridefultakes.com. We have every episode of the podcast available, and also original articles. 
Check us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, at Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes Podcast, and she will take care of the rest. As always, go to www.fatco.com. Use this code Prideful Takes to get 50% off your all your organic skin care needs. And I will be going live tonight, Facebook Gaming, Pride Gaming 22. Your boy's going to be playing some COD, so swing on by. Jay McLovin, appreciate you being here, my guy. You got any final words for the people? Hey, uh, again, man, I always love coming on here talking about Pride. You know, he's he's one of my guys. I really appreciate everything he brings to the world of podcasting. And uh, he's my boy, and I love I love the Chia Pet haircut. But come, uh, at the, when, when they lose the series, guys, uh, I want you, you know, you're not going to see that. Number. You're going to see the, the more slimmer, more aerodynamic version of Pride. So I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, you can catch us Tuesdays, Thursdays, 7 Eastern, and Saturdays at 8 Eastern on Unscripted under the ASAP Sports Network. And man, what a time to be alive. Pride, I love you, man. Thanks for having me on, brother. Appreciate you being here, my guy. On behalf of Jay McLovin, it is your boy Pride. We're back here on Friday. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. I knew where that was going. That was a great read. Oh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's on. Two to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.